You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl women. Hey, Laura. Hey, Lindsay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How are you feeling going into this new year? I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling like I'm just ready for new experiences, more fun, more adventure. We were talking with my father-in-law and he was with his friends and we had called him and they were all going around telling what they had hoped for the new year, like their wishes, their dreams. And Ben and I agreed that we are both just looking forward to new experiences together. I agree 100%. And I also feel like in addition to just like new experiences in life for this year, I have, I feel like some American Girl resolutions for this year that I want to make sure I accomplish. And one of them is sending my dolls to AG doll cleaning. Yes. Oh my God. This is exciting. Yeah, so I'm going to have to have my parents send them on my behalf, but I'll, of course, you know, send them cash or whatever to to do that. But I think I'm going to finally take the leap and get my dolls cleaned up. And then I think uh, another, like, secondary resolution after that's done. And obviously, you know, maybe spreading these out over the course of the year and not trying to, like, give myself too much of a deadline, but I'd also love to, by the end of the year, have acquired both of their meat outfits. Ooh, I love that. Wait, just to clarify, this is for Kaya and is this for Kit also? Yeah, because even though Kit wasn't my American Girl doll growing <laughs> up, I feel like I might as well just like embrace that, <laughs> that I have one now and go ahead and get her situated with her meat outfit too. Oh my God. I love that. I'm so happy you came to that conclusion. Yeah. So hopefully over the next like six months or so, I'll like go ahead and like send the doll into AG doll cleaning probably like right away. And then like over the next few months after that, like do like some eBay scouring for the meat outfits. Cause I know that like kit exists now again in Mm -hmm. the American girl store, but I would prefer to like find her original meat outfit. And I also don't know if it would fit the kit doll that I have because I've heard that the dolls are like narrower now. So Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. That's really exciting though. Laura, I can't wait to like hear more about this journey. Yeah. I'm really excited and I don't know what I'm going to do with the dolls after I fix them up. I think like, the plan would honestly to be to still keep them at my parents' house. But like mm-hmm. if my brother or I ever have like kids to like pass them down to them. That sounds like a perfect plan. Yeah. So just kind of working on those family heirlooms. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have any AG specific hopes and dreams for 2024, but 
Now that I think about it, I think I would love to meet more of our listeners and guests in person. Yes, I think that's a great resolution. I agree with you. <laughs> we've had so many like wonderful interactions with people in our community and we've actually been able to meet some of our guests as well like Abby Harold, we've met Meredith Lynch, we've met Ashley May of course several times and yes. yeah, it's just so great to connect in person. Yes, I agree. I still have I think one of my resolutions for us together this year, in addition to like, obviously it would be amazing to meet more of our listeners on a one-on-one -on -one level, but I would love to have some kind of like event or meetup that we can bring all our listeners together and, you know, maybe even like do some type of like fun guest thing where we bring on some like past guests that we've really loved having in person. But I think it would be great to almost do like a live show or something where we can meet some listeners. Oh my God, that would be a dream. All right. Manifesting this for 2024. Agreed. I agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and Laura, something pretty fun happened to me yesterday, AG related. Oh, what was it? <laughs> I was taking a walk and I found four Amelia books on the street, which is a pretty common occurrence for people to leave out books and like odds and ends from their home in my neighborhood for people to pick up. And I stumbled across four Amelia books and I had to take them. Oh, wow. That is like <laughs> very faded, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I was really excited. Yeah, I feel like that is fate. I can't believe that you found those. Right? So, Laura, all this month, we are going to take a look back into some of our favorite episodes, but we're going to record some new intros to them and catch up along the way, too. Yes. And if you are a newer listener, this could very well be the first time that you're hearing some of these episodes. We tried to pick ones from earlier in our archive, um, just because we know we have a lot of new listeners. And these are some of our favorites from earlier in our recording days. Totally. And we're starting off really strong here with an episode that debuted in November 2022 with Carly Eldridge, who was a former 90s American Girl model. Carly was featured on the cover of American Girl magazine and also featured on the cover of the catalog and within its pages. And she goes into great detail on what that experience was like for her. A two-time cover girl. What could be better? <laughs> Seriously. I feel like she really shared such interesting insights into what it was like to be a model for American Girl. And this was just such a dream to connect with her. Agreed. This was one of my favorite episodes. It was the first time, but not the last time, that I was starstruck by a guest, for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> my voice at the beginning of this episode is, like, so hyper. Like, I was so starstruck. I could not contain my excitement to connect with her. Yes, we were back. <laughs> we were really back at our child bodies, I feel like. <laughs> For real. Oh my goodness. Well, she is truly such a delight. I'm so happy we were able to chat with her and she so generously shared her time and her stories with us. And I hope you all love this episode. Today on American Girl Women, we are joined by Carly Eldridge, 
a model, actress, and makeup artist based in California. Carly grew up in Miami, where she worked as a model for none other than American Girl. You may recognize her from the November-December 1997 cover of the AG magazine, the cover of the catalog, and many iconic pages throughout it. We are so excited to hear all about Carly's experiences working with AG and truthfully living out all of our dreams. But she is here, she is wonderful, and she is so graciously sharing it all with us today. Carly, welcome to AGW. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. This is a very special day, Lindsay. It really is. Carly, I truly cannot contain my excitement in having you on the podcast. The AG magazine and catalogs were absolutely everything to me growing up. And when I came across your TikTok video sharing the iconic covers and pages that you were in, I truly gasped. I remember you so clearly. You were the ballerina in the ballet and ice skating page. You were in (laughs) the incredible satin and velour collection, not to mention the cover of the November, December 1997 issue of American Girl, which I have. (laughs) I've been slowly buying them all back on eBay and also on the cover of the catalog itself. And I think many of our listeners will remember you as well on this podcast Laura and I have shared many times that we both had extremely strong Leo energy growing up and we're super into putting on plays and dress up, ballet, clothing, really all the finer things in life. And being a model was so high on my dream list and probably Laura's as well. (laughs) But unfortunately for me, I definitely did not have the right look um, to even attempt, but you lived the dream, Carly, and we cannot wait to chat with you today. I'm very excited. So excited. Yeah. Echoing what Lindsay said, being a child model was on the top of my list. However, I don't think my mom wanted to be bothered with taking on (laughs) a modeling career for me because I would definitely... I don't know, like see like the American Girl catalog or the magazine rather and like see child models. And I remember being like, mom, like, how do I go to an audition? Like, what if I wanted to be like an actress or something? And she was like, I don't have time to take on like one more thing. (laughs) It does take a lot of time, I will say. But but still, like, it's definitely like, you know, like Lindsay was saying, this is definitely something that was a dream of ours growing up and definitely the American Girl catalog and magazine helped foster that. So I think a lot of our listeners will will relate as well and definitely some of our past guests. So yeah, we just are so excited to talk all things AG and AG catalog modeling with you. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. All right. So before we begin, modeling aside, which we will absolutely get into, Carly, what were you like growing up? So like you guys, when you guys said you're putting on plays and, and, you know, I was always the little actress in my family, you know, Thanksgiving, putting on shows and grabbing my brother and making him perform with me, you know, that was just, it was just who I was, you know, my, my parents have all these memories of just me trying to perform at all times possible. So I was just that kid, you know, it just kind of came naturally for me, which I think is a segue into, you know, how I got into modeling and all of that. But yeah, that, that was who I was. I was just 
always trying to perform. You know, I have run the dinner table. I want to get up and sing for no reason. You know, that was me as a little kid. It was, it was constant. So I have that memory as well as you guys do. That That's is amazing. Awesome. Are you also a Leo by chance? So I'm not. So I'm a Pisces, which, you know, it's like a creative sign, but I'm an Aries rising. So maybe, you know, they're another fire sign, like star of the show kind of, kind of situation. Totally. Um, My brother is a Leo. So he would be, he didn't, he did modeling too when he was young. So, you know, he 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 has a spotlight too. Yeah. Is he older or younger than you? He's a year and a half older than me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Awesome. Um, we have also roped our brothers into <laughs> many a performance dress up moment. So my, um, my brother was quite begrudging, um, probably because he's a Taurus, but the brothers like have to get involved when you have only brothers. They have <laughs> they no have choice. To. I mean, I, I was just, I mean, I have babysitters that still like contact me to the stakes. I would just, I would lock them in my room and we would dance and we would make up. Like, that was just what I would do as a little girl. Like, wasn't that? that everyone okay you know definitely that type of child well so you know while you were a kid growing up and sort of doing these creative activities how was that how did that sort of lead to modeling what was it like getting into that and how did that come to be So my mom was a model for many years. It's kind of how she met my dad. So they met out in LA. My mom was modeling. And at the time, my dad ran Everlast, which was like a boxing company. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys remember that company. So my dad was running that, you know, hired my mom. That's how they met. And so they did that for a while. And then my dad decided he didn't want to travel anymore. So they moved to Miami to start. Um, they were the first franchisee of Johnny Rockets, which is, you know, a hamburger place. Yeah. You know. So they started that. So yeah, my mom was had the background. And ever since I was young, I was always trying to perform and stuff like that. And so they opened up a Johnny Rockets in Miami, right underneath Irene Marie Modeling Agency, which was a, an agent at the time. And so uh, my brother and I went in there and I think that's how it happened was just my parents were opening up the restaurant below and then their agency was right on top of them and it just became a natural thing and I've always wanted to do stuff like that and that's kind of how I, I started and it was yeah just a lot, wow. a, lot of, a lot of work from a young young age. That is incredible how old were you when you got started? I think I, I think it was around six six or seven when and I really started going on real auditions and it wasn't, I mean, it was a, like you said, it was a lot for the, my parents. It, I remember my mom picking up my brother and I every day from school and jumping in to go to South Beach, which if anyone knows Miami, I, you know, it's a 30 minute drive and to sit in these three, four hour castings to book jobs because, you know, yeah. nowadays you go to castings and a lot of stuff's online. We have this ability mm. to get booked like this, you know, you can just send in your photos or, you know, but back in the day that wasn't available. So you'd have to go with your actual book of photos and show the client. And it was like a four or five hour long situation. But my mom always did it. I don't, I mean, she, she never, I guess I begged her. So she, <laughs> she, and she, she was, you know, she was in the business too. So I think that helped. Right. She yeah. Understand. Yeah. I think it's so cool that your mom had a modeling background mm-hmm. and, you know, was sort of able to guide you and your brother through those early days, because mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure that did help a lot. And I'm sure, you know, it was 
kind of interesting for her to like pass that on to her children as as well. Um, I think that's really cool. Yeah, she never forced it. It wasn't like she it wasn't a stage mom situation. She was like, you got, you know, it wasn't like that at all. But it just she could really help us along the way. And it was like she always both my parents were super supportive of me ever since I was young. And I think is a reason why I'm I'm still doing st- that stuff today. It's because I just had a lot of support from my parents. So I was very lucky. Yeah, that's incredible. What were mm-hmm. some of the earliest jobs that you were booking? My very first job, I remember I did a big Target campaign. So that was like, oh no, no, Kmart. I think Kmart was Kmart it was back in the day. It was Kmart. <laughs> a lot of European brands back in the day, I did commercials. I I, remember I auditioned for all that. I got pinned. I got went all the way to like, you know, Amanda Bynes. It was like, you know, and then that situation, I was just doing a lot at the time. Wow. So it sounds like once, you know, it kind of picked up once you started to get your feet wet a little bit, it really was, you're pretty busy. You're very busy and busy as they Yeah. (laughs) But definitely American Girl was like, at the time, that's like the biggest for a little kid to be was American Girl. Were you already interested in American Girl before you booked it? Like, were you aware of it or was it I had dolls. Oh no, I had, I had a few dolls at the time that I booked it. I mean, didn't we all? (laughs) I think think most, you know, around my age, most girls, we had, we already had some of the dolls. It was, it was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So can we, can we talk a little bit about what the process was like sort of getting into the American girl modeling? Um, How Mm. old were you when you got booked for American girl first? And do you remember, you know, what it felt like to, I guess, like, you know, being a fan of American girl already, what was it Mm -hmm. like to get that call that you were going to be in the, in the catalog? It's actually, it's, this is a funny story, but my mom can probably tell it better than me, but I was eight years old when I got booked initially and I was at a sleepover at the time at my friend's house. And my mom told me, she's like, you have an audition, a casting for American girl. And I was like, I don't, I, I wanted to go, but I was at, you know, at eight, I was like, I don't want to leave my friends. And mm-hmm. she's like, you have to go, whatever. And I was like, super thankful that she ended up pushing me to go. But she said at the time I was just really bummed because I was supposed to sleep over my friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, I remember saying to her, there's so many girls, there's not a chance, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to miss the sleepover. And she yeah. was like, like, you're going. So I have a distinct memory of us driving up to the casting. My mom like put my hair in like pigtail braids, tied my little shirt up. And I was wearing this, like, I almost looked like a cute little cowgirl kind of thing. And there they were hundreds of girls at the audition. I remember like, you know, it was, it was packed. And then I went in and I remember talking to the the casting directors, you know, after I had gotten booked and they said, when you walked in, we immediately knew that you were, you know, exactly what we were looking for. And they really only cast about nine girls at a time when we would shoot these like catalogs and stuff. So wow. Carly, I have chills. This is (laughs) incredible. What was the first job that you booked with them? Was it a catalog? Like, do you remember what it was for? The catalogs were first. And so they flew, if you booked the job, you basically had to shoot in Wisconsin for about a month. So I had to leave school. I remember at the time in elementary school and my mom went with us. So everybody's, you know, moms basically came and they put us in a hotel. It was all, it was like summer camp. So it was nine of us girls. We shot every day. 
they, you know, would have tutors uh, on set for us. And then every night it was an activity. They would take us bowling. They would take us to Chuck E. Cheese. They would take, they would just always have something for us. And it was amazing how they, they really treated us fantastic. And we shot at the American Girl facility in Pleasantville, Wisconsin. So we got to see everything, you know, while we were shooting. It was, you know, wow. really immersive in the American Girl everything that was going on. Cause that's where it was at the time. So Truly. I shot three times in Wisconsin for like three months. So my mom and I both were gone for about three months. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Wow. What that's I know. so eye opening because I would never have thought that you would have to stay, like stay away, like actually yeah. on site for that long is that because they were just trying to get so many different shots like did they shoot for multiple catalogs like maybe they shot for like the whole year or something yeah basically they would shoot these like I think they would shoot basically for multiple catalogs within one setting and so and there were definitely some girls that had worked more often than others and it was it was like a full, it was like a full work day. I mean, as much as you can work kids. I mean, from what I remember, you know, we took break. I mean, they treated us well. We took breaks and stuff, but it was definitely an immersive situation. And it was really cool because we got so close to all the girls we were shooting with because it felt like a summer camp situation. It wasn't like, you you know, now I show up to set because I still model and, you know, you have your day of shooting and then it's done and, you, you know, on to the next job. This was really cool because it was a whole experience. And like, even, you know, my mom's still friends with some of the moms of the other girls that were, you know, we also follow each other and it's really cool. It's like a whole experience. Mm -hmm. That really does sound like a sleepaway camp kind of It was, it it was totally incredible. Our hotel rooms were all next to each other. We're all in the same row, all next to each other in the hotel every night. So I remember I have like memories of knocking on all the girls' doors at night. And, you know, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you shot with them three times in this capacity. Were other girls being brought back as well? Yeah. There were a few of us that, you know, that would continuously be brought back, probably about four of us. And then they would, and then they were, you know, new girls every time. And then I did the magazine, which was shot in Chicago. So that was different than Mm -hmm. the, the catalog. That was something completely separate. Got it. All right. We'll get into the magazine in a little bit, but I feel like (laughs) there's so much to cover here. Do you remember any of like your favorite looks from the catalog? Like what, maybe like outfits were like most memorable for you? So I remember, so storyboards would go up on the wall, which is basically where you would find out what looks you were being put in and they would have your name and kind of a sketch of you. And, and I remember when I saw the ballerina one, cause at this, I'm a dancer. So my background, I mean, it was just all, I, I distinctly, we all, everyone wanted the ice skating or the ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so I remember loving, loving that I got to do that that specific shot. I remember I have my arms out here. I'm wearing a green velvet dress. I don't know. It was, I think it was a holiday edition of the catalog. I don't know if you girls remember, but they had my hair in like a side pony in the catalog. I could probably, I wish I had. Okay. Okay. So that's my friend Courtney. So Courtney's on the front of that. So Courtney shot all the time as well. So it was, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm holding the holiday 1997 catalog right now. It's it's probably in that one. Oh my gosh, Lindsay, see if you can find it and hold it up because I want to see. We have this look of Okay, Harley's. yeah, I'm playing the recorder in that one. It's good. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> 
And then we have your incredible ballerina. Yes. Um, Okay. Yes. (laughs) And then we also have the pastel pages, which I saw in your TikTok video. Yeah, and these are I'm in that one. My favorite That's... looks for these pastel. Oh, I love those. Oh, so <laughs> cute. And then was it this? You in the velour? Oh, that that is me. In one of the catalogs, I was standing like this, like how that middle girl's standing oh, with that God. same outfit on. But it's that outfit. Oh my so standing goodness. with your your arms outstretched like the yeah, AG like, logo like, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Oh my god, that is so fun. Were there any outfits that like you really wanted to be a part of on set but weren't? Like you said, a lot of the girls gravitated yeah. towards like the ballet or ice skating mm-hmm. look. I remember I wanted the like blue suit outfit do you guys know what I'm t- like, there was like a blue and an orange one it was like a coat it was like a whole matching it might be in that catalog too <laughs> oh that sounds so cute I don't I don't remember it was it really cute oh my gosh wow was this it no similar oh that was my friend great that was so funny to see everybody yeah no I think it had oh to goodness. be in that catalog though Hold yes. on, was it this? Yes. Oh my God, yes. I wow. found it. Yes, the blue, and, yeah, I wanted, We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have to post all of these on our Instagram so everybody yeah. can see. I'm so glad you have the catalog in real life, Lindsay, because. I know. good job <laughs> out of you. <laughs> the amount I spent on eBay this past year, just like purchasing catalogs and magazines that are like probably somewhere in my parents' attic, but like, I don't have the energy to look for them. Yeah. Like it's, it's truly amazing. Like revisiting these. In your, you know, three different times that you went back to shoot with them, were you mostly shooting like the girl of today section or like the modern section? Or did you dabble in any of like the historical outfits? It was more of the the mm-hmm. clothing that they were trying to sell, you know, mm-hmm. for the, the modern day girl. Um, mm-hmm. They had me as Molly in the one catalog. They just took her glasses off essentially and that was the, the doll that I was shot with because she kind of <laughs> had she had my hair color and my and my eye color. But we didn't mm-hmm. really do any of the historical stuff. I think they had specific girl, if I can remember correctly, they had like specific models that looked almost like identical to the dolls that they would uh, use. I think that was like a whole nother kind of shoot. And then yeah. our ours was basically to sell the clothes. Yeah. Carly, do you remember American Girl Gear, like the separate catalog just for the fashion? Were you ever in that? Yeah. Those were separate. I totally forgot about those until like two weeks ago when I saw someone post them on eBay. I feel like I need to get off of eBay. And I was like, (laughs) this exists. I totally forgot, but it was so memorable when I was looking through the pages. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of those pictures that you see in the other catalogs, like you'll see those repeated in that, in the, the separate catalogs. It was just the clothes. Oh, right. Photos, but yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really happy to have those again, even though the person that I purchased it from, like whoever had it previously, like crossed out like a lot of like the eyes and like drew on like oh, makeup. No. And- <laughs> <laughs> I could probably send you some copies because I have so many. <laughs> yeah, did you did you save everything? Yeah, like, my my mom did. So I have like stacks Amazing. of just 
you know, America. It's so funny when I went to go make that TikTok, I was like, oh, I should make this TikTok, you know? And at the time, <laughs> my boyfriend's like, this is going to go viral. I'm like, what do you mean? You know? And he was like, oh yeah, this is like, he's like, you're going to, you know, he's like, this is going to go viral. It's still like, I'm getting so many views on it. It's just funny. Oh my um, God. The, the amount of messages I've got about it. Cause like we said, like every girl our age has those like distinct memories. It's like, we all have that memory of America. Yes. You know, I love that your boyfriend picked up on that too. Like he oh, just knew that immediately. it was going to go viral. <laughs> What's funny was he said at the time he, his two cousins had the, he's like, I remember this exact cover. He's like, I like, I had that memory. So he's a guy, you know, wow. and, but he has, he has the same memory as we do. So Oh my goodness. So do you remember your reaction to being chosen on the cover or like seeing it in print? Like, what was that like for you? Let's start with the catalog cover and then we'll get into the magazine. I think at the time it was like a surreal thing. I knew it was, it was a big deal, but I remember it being a big deal. And I think I remember when it coming out and then I remember coming back to school and then, you know, girls like threw it on my desk you know I got some hate about it to be honest you know yeah kids are kids are mean so at the time I think I had left school for a long time and yeah yeah, I think my my biggest memories is you know just a little bit of you know there's always a little my mom would always say there's always a little jealousy you know at the time it was a big deal and so I think I knew it was a big deal but then when it came out and to realize like how you know how many people saw it and it was it was like in my school library they like carried a copy wow not because of me but it just like happened to be there and then yeah it was a big it was a pretty big deal at the time for sure that is incredible wow were your friends supportive of you or what was their reactions like um you know elementary school it was a weird time I remember I think my I hate to say but most of my memories were like girls being not so nice about it to be honest um funny like some of those girls are my really good friends now but at the time yeah, you know, you know, like, yeah. I, I always end up with my friends that we like didn't like each other at the beginning and now we're best friends type of thing um <laughs> but yeah it was tough it wasn't just all exciting because I remember getting a lot of just nasty comments about yeah it were you able to process that and know that they were jealous and had, you know, yeah, my mom helped. I remember my mom, my mom helped on that a lot. She was like, you know, this is all it's, it's jealousy and you're, you'll go, you're going to be fine. But I think at the time, you know, eight, nine, nine years old, it's hard. Right. Uh, I still remember that. I would have been envious, but like intimidated. <laughs> I would have right. been like, Oh my God, that girl's so cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god I I mean I don't know what my reaction is and like saying this now as like an adult in my 30s like I would have been so supportive (laughs) oh my goodness if I just feel like that is I mean I could totally see you know a young child not being able to like process their emotions Mm -hmm. and how to best react but I'm sure they were also so proud of you they're probably still talking about you Carly they're probably like (laughs) I went to school with a girl who was in Uh, the American Girl magazine and on the cover (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah I mean it's everything like at that age is like so tough, but it I, is. We're, you know, it, the elementary yeah. school, middle school, it's weird, you know, and that's, and I stopped modeling for a while because I remember I told my mom, I just, I wanted to be normal. I didn't want to like yeah. 
have to leave school and do the whole thing as much as it was cool it was like it's just when you're going through all that at that age it's it's tough that's why all these like child stars become crazy you know I, I get it you know right so you started working with American Girl at age did you say eight mm-hmm. was it until what time um I think eight to ten was American Girl okay so a pretty substantial amount of time during your yeah. childhood mm-hmm should we talk about the magazine? Should we get into we, it? Yes, <laughs> we've got to. All right. So Carly, you were on the cover of the November, December, 1997 issue, which I personally think is one of the most iconic issues, right? Like there was mm-hmm. the ballet article. There was a Tara Lipinski article in it, like mm-hmm. cover to cover. It is, it's just amazing. And we'll post it to our Instagram. And I think a lot of our followers will agree that it is burned into their memories as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was the process like for you shooting the cover? Like how First of all, did they like tell you like it's a separate shoot, you're flying out, or did it all happen when you were shooting the catalog? So the magazine's really interesting. And I remember that cover, that's a big cover. It was like a big cover to get, you know, the, the holiday cover yeah. was, was pretty big. So they were very specific on who they want for the magazine. It's like a whole, it's a kind of like a different group of people. And so what they do, which is interesting, is they cast two girls for the cover of the magazine shoot. They fly you both out, you both shoot the whole thing, and then you don't find out if you made the cover until it actually comes out. Oh my so God. There are two girls. Wow. <laughs> oh it's oh like it's like America's Next Top Model. <laughs> I was <laughs> literally going to say, this is like America's Next Top Model vibe. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I, maybe she's listening, but I remember me and this girl, Michaela, who had also shot the catalog, were flown to Chicago at the time. Put up, we shot the back cover of the previous magazine because they have like a sneak peek. So then you shoot the back cover because it says like coming next month. Right. Got the front cover. And yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough to get it, but I, I mean, it really was. And they had us, you know, together. We, they picked us up in a limo, both of us. You know, it's like a movie. It's like, ooh. Yeah. And we were friends, though. Yeah. But, I mean, it was like, you know, we both get in the limo and they take us there. It's like, only one's going to get it. Like, who's going to get it? Which is, nine ten years old it's a really weird concept you know why you know why they did that I have no idea and I think that's kind of how they shot the magazines was like they would shoot two covers and whichever one they liked better they would go with so interesting (laughs) that they did that way this this, I'm still in the business there's the weirdest things that happen in this business like it's just wow you know very Things that they allow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. From a a young age, I mean, American Girl aside, I think from a young age, like, you know, being a model, you probably had to like, you know, with going to castings and stuff, like, that's a lot of emotional, like, you know, if something didn't work out, that's a lot of emotional feelings to reckon with as a, Mm -hmm. as a young kid, like, and, you know, not getting chosen for a cover, I think at that age, like, it's hard not to take that personally yeah but at the same time I think it is cool that you know you guys did both get the experience at least Mm -hmm. of going to shoot it it's I guess one person doesn't get the cover but yeah that's a lot to reckon with at a young age truly was she featured like in the issue outside of the cover like did they give her anything yeah she was in the catalog not very often though but she was in she in a few photos but there were just like that girl Courtney like there were probably three of us that were 
constant that like, people kind of would remember because we were in you know most of the yeah in the catalogs at the time yeah did you stay in touch with her or like connect when the issue came out like with Michaela the other girl yeah I think I, I remember asking my mom at the time like is she okay you know and and my mom trying oh. like ensuring me that she was okay but there wasn't a we didn't have social media at the time you know like there wasn't really right the connection wasn't there as much, but you know, she, she still worked for them for American Girl and did other catalogs too. So I'm, I'm sure she was fine. But at the time I just, when I tell people that story, they're like, really? Like, I swear, you know, like just up the same, it's like, who's going to win and who's going to get it. And I happened to get it. I was lucky, but it could have easily been me on the other side. And, and right. Right. Know, totally. It's a business, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. So the cover features you with an adorable little kitten. Mm-hmm. Were you shooting like multiple looks or was this always like the setup that they had for you? Yeah, that was, that was the setup was with the cat and me in the pajamas. And I think I wrote inside of the magazine too. And you did. <laughs> yeah. It says meet Carly Eldridge, age nine. Carly loves the surprises Christmas morning brings. I'm usually the first one up. She says Carly has never had a kitten, but in no time at all, she'd made a furry friend at our photo shoot. She even gave the kitten a name. Do you remember the name, Carly? Snowball. Yep. <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. And then do you see my horrible so handwriting? Like I like yes. sign my name in cursive. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to talk to you about this because they use girl signatures throughout the catalog and I or throughout the magazine. And I always wondered, are those people's actual signatures? That was my actual signature interesting mm-hmm. oh that's so cute yeah <laughs> I hate to say it but my handwriting's uh worse now than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well it's immortalized forever in the catalog <laughs> right <laughs> truly did you ever meet pleasant yes <gasps> yes. oh my gosh please mm-hmm. spill spill all about it <laughs> so I, I remember like one day we weren't shooting and and she came and she sat like I, she, she's like this sweet lady and she told us all about American Girl she like toured the facilities with us Mm. so we got to meet her it was very cool I have mem- I have photos of- I'm like sitting on her lap and we're hugging and <laughs> it was like oh my wild God. yeah she's really sweet so wow. oh my gosh if you ever feel inclined to want to share those photos I know <laughs> no they're they're in Miami if I was in Miami right now I would send them I mean I could definitely send them later on but Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, not to pivot back to the catalog, but what was it like, you know, touring the facilities? What were you seeing when you were, you know, at American Girl HQ that, you know, was really cool or surprising? So the coolest thing that I remember, I don't have the best memory, which is really sad, but this one definitely sticks out is the hospital, the American Girl Hospital. So when you guys, or when we would send in our dolls, I don't know if you remember, like you could cut the hair or the arm would fall off and you could mm-hmm. like send it in and they would fix the doll and yeah. send it back to you. There was a, it was like a hospital. It was like a huge, <laughs> all of these dolls. And they showed us how they put them all together and how they would rebox them and send them out. And they would have like a get well, or like, you know, I think they would send them back with a card or something like that. And it was this huge thing. I just remember that. I thought that was the coolest thing ever to see, you know, how, all the, all the dolls with like their arms broken and then they would come back and they would be fresh. And I, just, <laughs> I have that memory. Cause it was really, it was, a, it was huge. It was 
bigger than I could have even imagined. Wow. And then I remember an office and they had all the covers on the walls. So that was an iconic thing on the wall. So you wanted to get on the wall. Just, it was big. It was a huge place where they shot American Girl. Yeah. It seems like it would be like a total, like, powerhouse like place where they have like a factory and oh then, yeah like, they have their like studio and then they have like their like corporate team like it just seems like a total like 360 operation it was in at the time it was in the 90s it still it was like a it was it was already up and running and when I was shooting what 96 97 98 it was wow. you know a big time for them now, were they um, giving you any American Girl swag to take home from any of these shoots? You know, I get that question a lot. I definitely, we got some stuff, but not, not, we decided that they sent us home with a bag of clothes, you know, mm. but um, we definitely, I, I got a few dolls from mm. shooting with them and that's all I remember I mean I, I do we did we did get some stuff but it's not what people think it's like oh you're gonna go home with your whole wardrobe of now right you know it, it wasn't that at the time I think now with influencing you know you probably get home with like a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff and throw them on your Instagram you know but back in the day it wasn't like that yes, yes. oh my god well yeah it's like what what I would imagine is that they send you home with like every single doll in existence and right. all their outfits or something like I that. I definitely had like all, I had all the original dolls. Oh, oh amazing! Wow. What were some of the items that you coveted, whether you hadn't had them or not? Um, Samantha and like the bed set. Do you guys remember? Oh yes, yeah, we, like, that's the highest item on both of our lists. <laughs> I, mean, I still, I have it. I still have it. And the, you know, with the gold, the gold bed frame. The, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I remember I had Molly in like her rain boots and like, wasn't she in like a rain, like a rain? Yeah. It's like, like the costume I have. Yellow rain coat. The yellow yeah. rain yeah. coat was like iconic. Had to have mm-hmm. it. Kirsten, all of them. I was, I mean, you have, the original dolls were so cool. They yeah. still are so cool. So my cousin, my, they're, they're considered my nieces, but my cousin's kids they're, you know, nine and 10 now, but they had saw my original American Girl dolls. And it is like, they, the light, the eyes were like lighting up. Cause I told them, I'm like, these are the originals and they can't get them anymore. And, you know, they just think it's the coolest thing that they have the, cause I, you know, I let them have it for the time being until yeah. I had my kids <laughs> and they just think it's the, the coolest thing. Cause the, those dolls were, the, 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 they were like the it dolls. I mean, I don't know yeah. the, the dolls after us necessarily, but at the time, mm-hmm. like those, what was it? Five where yeah, there's five, and if you count Josefina, six. Yeah, so I remember like, she came out like kind of towards the end of when I was doing American Girl. She had just released, but yes, yeah. I mean, I think it's so great that your nieces like have that appreciation still because it just shows how iconic American Girl mm-hmm. was. That even you know, thirty. 20 years mm-hmm. later they still have universal appeal I mean American Girl is still huge now I mean every girl they want an American Girl doll it's a totally. different doll but they still want right. the dolls which is wild because it has been years of that you know yeah I was just at the Chicago store actually on Saturday because I was in Chicago for a wedding and I was like okay well I have to go to the original store and see mm-hmm. And it was really striking. Just you're 100% correct. It's just 
a different set of dolls, but the appeal is still the same. It was packed and, you know, there were tons of little girls running around, like picking their dolls out. And I was really interested to see, you know, what they were gravitating towards. And I think a lot of girls today gravitate towards the ones that you can make look like you Mm -hmm. can customize Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. look however you want so that was like a really big draw that I was seeing in the Chicago store but you know there were also girls that were like a girl was getting a Molly doll when I was there too which I thought was so cool because you know with all the options that you have now for you know that little girl to still choose that doll with like historical significance I didn't know you could still get them I thought they like I thought they retired the girls Molly just got re-released got it and there's rumors that more are going to be re-released as well like they had the 35 year anniversary last year in 2021 and the dolls were available for such a limited amount of time and I think sold out pretty quickly, but this year they brought back Molly and we've been hearing rumblings of other dolls coming back too. So hopefully we have more of the historical dolls because that's really I, cool. I would definitely purchase one. Yeah, <laughs> that's really, really it, cool. I feel like Samantha, if, if Samantha comes out, it's going to be sold out. And right. Maybe- yeah, honestly, absolutely, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I would buy them for like my future kids, but like, yeah, you know, but for me, right. but for me, Seriously. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Did you have one doll that you gravitated towards the most? I would say Samantha. She was iconic. She was, yeah, the, she was the cutest. I mean, Molly, I shot with more, but mm. um, but I Fair. would say Samantha. Was Samantha the first doll that you received? Samantha was my first doll. And I think that's also, you know, you you have that memory of, of yeah. your first American Girl doll. And that was before I booked with them. So that was a doll that I got myself. Um, so I think that will always, you know, hold a little special spot. Right. Yes. Totally. Did 100%. you also get into the books too? Like, were you really into like the historic books? Or... I remember having all the sets of the books. Remember when they came in like that yep. thing with, yeah. So I had all of them. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure I read them and I, I don't have the memory of exactly what was inside of them, but I had all of them every yeah. single one. Yeah. Yes. They are really good to revisit too. If you ever feel so inclined, like I, I found a bunch should. of my, I found a bunch of my books a couple, maybe like a year ago and brought them back to New York with me. And they're quite fun to read, but there's also um, like the nationwide, I believe library app called Libby. Like if you have a library card, you could get the AG books on there as well. And I downloaded them for a plane ride that I was on this summer and it was pretty cool listening back to them. They're fun. I know, I would, it would be nostalgic. I definitely remember reading them. I just, you know, yeah. it's been so long that my brain, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, they, the good thing about them is that if you weren't so inclined to revisit them, they take like an hour to read. Right. It's, yeah. It's I remember they were thin, they were thin little book. Yeah. Yeah. I totally they go by so yeah. fast. They go yeah. by so fast as an adult, as a kid, I'm sure it took me like two weeks to read them. Right. But... right, right, right. 
<laughs> as truly. an adult, you can fly through. But yeah, they had a lot of books, surprisingly, that were on display at the store when I was there, including a new version of The Care and Keeping of You. Carly, I don't know if you were familiar with that book mm. during, it was like a, like a body positivity book for. I'm, I'm sure if I saw it, like I'm such a visual person that I've, I've yeah. probably seen it. It has like, like, I haven't. Yeah. I'll see if I can quickly find it for you. It's got like three, it, it's got like three girls in like towels on the Oh cover. yeah. A hundred percent. I know exactly what you guys are talking about. Yep. And I was like, I was shocked because like they haven't really changed the cover that much since like we were kids. I think like so many people had that book that was given to them by their moms, but like it, they haven't really even changed it that much um, since we were kids. But like the other books like that used to have like illustrations on the cover now have like more photographs. Like they just are kind of like a different vibe than I mm-hmm. think the the books that we were used to. Um, yeah. yeah. Barbara, did you peruse it when you were in Chicago? Like were the illustrations that we had still there? No, different illustrations. I didn't do a peruse because like I felt self-conscious enough being like a 29-year-old <laughs> walking into <laughs> American Girl by myself. Um, but uh, it looked like different they've gone with like a different aesthetic illustration wise because like the magazine and a lot of the books had like not the historic books but the magazine and the like non-fiction books they had for girls had very similar illustrations and I think they had mm-hmm. the same illustrator but these are definitely been revamped They're that's cute. fair I miss the classic illustrations so much I always thought those were so cute on all of like their books and the doodles and the magazine I love that illustrator. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I don't know why they would they would swap him out like that. He was great at his job. <laughs> I know. I'm really hoping that AG just does like a 180 pivot back to like how it was in the 90s and early 2000s, like basically recreating my childhood by Yeah, I mean, I think we're biased, <laughs> but we definitely had the best version of American Girl. Right? <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I mean, the nostalgia is just crazy for girls our age, you know. Yeah, and I think, you know, like a lot of people in our generation are, you know, having their own kids now and I think mm-hmm. that that is going to cause them to want to maybe pivot a little bit back to how it was mm-hmm. because like personally, I mean, I'm not going to force my kid to get the doll I want them to get but I would love (laughs) for them to be able to engage with like the same historical dolls that I Mm -hmm. was able to and I think you know there's just like more nostalgia for this time period on the internet hence why you know Carly's TikTok went viral and I think that you know if they're like smart about marketing they'll find a way to sort of get our generation back in as parents I think absolutely yeah Um, so I could see that happening in the next like five to 10 years as they, you know, rebrand or they're, I feel like they're constantly rebranding, but I feel like they're definitely due for like a big reset. Yeah. They should bring me back. I'll shoot another cover. (laughs) Oh my God. Literally. (laughs) Carly, my absolute dream is that they make the, uh, girl size clothing for adults, whether it's the historic 
uh, options or the girl of today or the more exactly. modern clothes. Like the they clothes can just do so like a cute. twist on it. Yeah. No, I honestly. hundred percent buy like everything that they offered. Oh, so I was going to bring sh- you back. <laughs> yeah. I was on a shoot the other day and they put me in this outfit and I was like, I swore I wore this on American girl. Like it, it was exactly, <laughs> it was like a, a dupe for one of the, the, the outfits that I wore there. So it's just funny, you know, cause everything that's, everything's coming back. Right. The styles are are in, you know, from like the nineties. So yeah, totally. Like the clothing offered was like really beautiful and like very stylish. Like I wouldn't yeah. think that, you know, something that I would wear or like gravitate towards when I was 10, I would still want 25 years later, but like they had a really good design team. They did. And like at quality clothes too. I don't know if you guys yeah. ordered, ordered any of them, but um, I always remember that, that everything was, was quality. Totally. Yeah. I had a couple things um, and loved them, but I, what I really want them to bring back is like the merch with the original logo. Yes. Lindsay and I, I are try, trying to figure out like how illegal it would be for us to make our own merch <laughs> with that. But I feel like that, like if I could just get like a big t-shirt, like with the logo on it, I'd be happy. hundred <laughs> percent or like a pin or something and like put it on. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. Seriously. I still have a few grin pins, you know? but one of my favorite like outfits growing up was I had the black logo tee with like the striped shorts, like the black and white striped shorts. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh my God. I'm like, where are those? Like, I don't think my mom would have thrown it away. Like there's so much stuff in our attic. And she said she like kept a couple of our favorite outfits for me and my brothers. So I feel like that couldn't have been tossed. Like, I feel like that would be something she would save, but I don't know I where know. it is. Not I that it, it would just, fit. It but. all depends on the mom. Like my mom's a thrower aware. You know, some moms are like, keep everything <laughs> from your kid's childhood. My mom's like, you get, you get this one box. So whatever fits in here is like what you have of your, yeah. of your childhood. So I, most of my stuff is American girl. Cause she knew she's like, this is going to be a big yeah. deal. You can give it to your kids one day or whatever, you know? So I, I do have a, quite a few like sweaters and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. There, there is like, what size is it, Laura? Like a large or an extra large child size, the black logo tee on eBay that I'm like, probably fit you. Right. I think it, it would. And it's so tempting when I was at the store too, they had like girl size PJs for one of the newer dolls, Rebecca. Um, I mean, she's not that new. I think she came out like when I was like 12 or 13, but they had her PJs and they had like a size like 14 <laughs> like for You're kids. Like, hmm. like I could maybe <laughs> fit into I a 14. Fit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I held off. But yeah, it would be great to like have some of those iconic like logo pieces in adult sizes. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. All right, Carly, this has been so much fun hearing all about your experience with American Girl. And we love to end each podcast with asking our guests, what lasting impression did AG have on you? Wow. Well, AG was definitely a huge part of my childhood. It was a pivotal moment in my life. It's still one of my biggest core memories that I have to this day. So American Girl is is a big part of my heart and and who I am and who who I am as a person today and as a girl. Um, 
just the memories I had. I remember, you know, seeing snow there for the first time in Wisconsin. I mean, as a little girl, that's it. That's a huge deal. Yeah. And, and meeting all the, the little girls that I, that I worked with and pleasant and just being a big part of American girl. I felt like uh, that's such an honor. So it's just very lucky. And it, you know, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. Like I, I recognize that it was a very cool experience that I got to experience that a lot of girls wanted to experience. <laughs> that is not lost on me. You know, I am very yeah. thankful for that and just very thankful for American girl. I think it's a great company. And, and I think most girls, even now, you know, it's just, it's such a staple of our, our childhood. And so as an adult, we all have those really cool memories. So I'm, I'm just so thankful for American girl and bringing us together today too. It's pretty cool. Uh, we agree a hundred percent. I know this was, that was such a lovely answer. And oh, I just can't thank you enough for coming on our podcast and sharing your experiences. I am sure that everyone listening in is so grateful for the inside look into what it was like working with American girl and all the cool things that you got to experience along the way. It's yeah. really amazing. And you are just such a joy to talk with and so lovely. Thank so you, thank you, you awesome so, too. so much. Yeah. Thank echoing everything Lindsay said, and I need to make sure my mom listens to this episode because she's going to freak about these insider, <laughs> insider tea moments. So yeah, I, I spilled some tea guys. <laughs> oh my God. We love it. All right. Well, Carly, where could everybody find you after this? So I'm definitely the most active on Instagram or TikTok. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Eldridge, which is my name, K-A-R-L-E-E-E-L-D-R-I-D-G-E. And TikTok is the same thing, uh, just at Carly Eldridge with a one on the end, because someone decided to take my name. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you guys want to follow me? Those are the two spots. Amazing. Yay. Well, thank you so much again, Carly. Thank you guys. It was awesome. Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via AmericanGirlWomen at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.